I'm Kelly. I'm LaDon. And I'm Ami. Welcome to Black Teacher Friends Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Black Teacher Friends. I think my dog just passed gas, and oh. it's- <laughs> oh, I wondering why, why your face was looking like that. <laughs> I just got a whip or something, and I was like, "What the heck is that?" I think what he just passed gas. Um, so, <laughs> oh Lord, please. All right, that's I just couldn't. Um- <laughs> so I feel like we should always start off with something funny. I mean, that just happened out of nowhere, but... (laughs) I was looking at her like, why is her face turned up like that? Wait. (laughs) We can't hear you. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) What I smelled harassed my nose. It was... That was bad. Right in the kitchen, didn't it? That was bad. So, <laughs> how's everybody doing this morning or this oh, afternoon? We good, Shook. How you doing? We are fine. Good. Not Enjoying the snow. Hoping to get a snow day to- tomorrow. Is it snowing out here in Ohio? Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. It's not making me sick. We wow. got snow. Literally, <laughs> I woke up like it was Christmas morning at four o'clock in the morning just so I could see it fall. It was beautiful. By 9 a.m., it was gone. That's North Carolina for you. I was so mad and felt so disrespected. (laughs) But hopefully we'll get something else because I I need some more snow. I wish you could take what we about to get. This uh, The news anchor said, or I should say meteorologist, he going to say it's supposed to be snowing three inches every hour. That's a skew, me. Every hour. I'm so wow. jealous. I would love three inches Listen, every hour because we would shut is, all the way down. The car is on the way, honey. Y'all would be shut down for a month. Girl, <laughs> and I wouldn't be mad at it. I would not be upset. Boy, I'm not yeah. excited, but whatever. No, I'm sorry. Well, send me some. <laughs> I could tell Elsa to send it to your ass. I sure would. <laughs> oh, did you see that? There was a video of a little girl, and they got snow where she lived, and she was able to put on her Elsa costume and sing "Frozen" outside. Oh, yeah. that was the cutest thing. I think like a couple years ago, I saw something like that. It was precious. She yeah. made me like snow for. I mean, I can't do snow like that. I do like snow. It's that like the math. It's like having to live through it. You know. Yeah. Having to go to work through it, having to park through it, having to give me one good snow (laughs) out of the winter and I'm good. I don't need to see it no more. But I don't need it to snow and I have to go to work because I can live where y'all live and be like, oh, we got, no, we closed today. And they'd be like, no, you working today. And I'd be like, no, I'm closed. (laughs) I knew, what was it, last Monday, we were going to have at least a delay. Every, Every other school. Got a delay. Nope. Not my butt. Huh. I don't have to go into work. And the in the um parking lot wasn't even shovel. <gasps> Raggedy. That's terrible. Where'd y'all park? Huh? Where'd y'all park? In the parking lot. With the snow. With the snow. We we don't have nowhere else to park. Well then. 
I know. They disrespected y'all big time. They really did. Well, um, <laughs> that first year I came back to New York from North Carolina and we had our first snow. Like I woke mm-hmm. up, I was like, oh, it's snow. Let me get back in the bed. And I got back in the bed and I was like, oh, I don't live in North Carolina no more. I still got to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> it hit me right then and I was like, dang, I got to go to work. <laughs> Girl, we got that little desk and they canceled uh, school virtually too. They was like, uh, this is an asynchronous day. Um, we'll wow. let y'all enjoy y'all snow activities because we don't get snow. <laughs> New York already put out the, uh, it is, um, technology school or whatever however we call it. I feel like we call it pretty much charge your device tonight because you got school in the morning. <laughs> no days don't we don't do that around these parts. What is a yeah. snow day? We don't do that no more. I think our kids wouldn't even know how to function if they had to go to school with snow on the ground. Because we get a mist and it's like cancel. Girl, I had somebody come in to school with sandals on. Like toes out. Disrespect. I was like, "What? What is wrong? Like, who dressed you this morning? <laughs> Your mama needed whooping. Who saw you go outside with sandals? Oh, on? Lord Jesus! And it's snow. My oh. little toe was all pink. <laughs> like, you need some socks. Good. Why would you so bad? But um, so we're gonna. Get with our topic today. So this is episode eight for us, and we're going to talk about dealing with parents. So we are just going to talk about how we can communicate with those helicopter parents. If you don't know who a helicopter parents are, they're parents that message you every five seconds on the second, and they want to know every detail, everything. They have a million questions, and then we'll kind of touch on how to deal with those disgruntled parents who pop up at school just to cuss you out. So <laughs> that'd be the only time you see them. <laughs> that'll be the only time you see them and um it'll be the to fuss you out. So the first thing I want us to discuss is um what is the best way to communicate or that you communicate with parents? Cause I know we use Class Dojo, which we make school wide. Mm-hmm. And we do that because we can see when the parents have checked it. We know what time. Everything is like documented, which is a it's big like a, deal. Yeah, it's like an Instagram. Yeah. yeah. You know, so just like your app, your Instagram app, this is your school Instagram app where we know that communication gets to parents and parents can get to us within seconds. So yeah. it's really nice to have. And then, of course, you get to post things, things that you need parents to know. It's so easy to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, I know parents really liked it when I was back in North Carolina. Weirdly enough, oddly enough, I don't get as much parent feedback here in where I work in the room. Yeah. I wonder why. Did they, Have you like surveyed them and asked or has anybody said anything? Well, we also use something called Kimbolved. And um, I've never surveyed parents, but it does show you when they opt out of getting messages from you. So, uh <laughs> Ma'am, they opt out. They said, listen, don't bother me. Don't bother me. That's none of my business. That's your child. I am so shocked. Your child when they ask school, don't 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 call my phone. (laughs) Leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, opt out. That is horrible. Listen, that's none of my business. Okay. I don't know why. you know what? I'ma ask. But I mean, it's kind of hard to send a message if they opt out. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! Wow. Mm-hmm. Listen, and 
By the way, Class Dojo comes in many languages. I won't say all mm-hmm. languages, but mm-hmm. it comes a lot. And um, yeah, they still are not. I won't say they. Some of them do stick to it, but out of the five years I've been working here, mm-hmm. I feel like that has been the least amount of participation that I've had ever had on class. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think because ours is a school wide, like our principal made class dojo school wide, so you will basically be keeping dojo till your child leaves our school. And I think that's why we have so many parents that get on it and we encourage it. Uh, so we're not checking email and class dojo and phone calls. It's just everything is is right there. Yeah. I use class dojo, but it is not school wide. But I do know a lot of teachers that have used it, though the parents are pretty good at, you know, going on, logging on. But we also use Google Classroom and a lot of teachers, um, our parents get on there and they could see their kids' assignments. But something new that some teachers are using is class tag. Have y'all heard that? Yeah, I've never heard that. I have not explored it, so mm-hmm. I don't know the ins and outs. But apparently it is very similar to Class Dojo. But yeah, I don't know anything about it, really. The teachers that have used it, they love it. So, And especially since we co-teach, like I just add my co-teacher on as another teacher in Class Dojo. But it's something different Class Tag can do. So, yeah. You can add co-teachers on Dojo. Yeah, that's what I do. Class Tag has something different. Like, you can add it. Oh. I I don't know. So if you are a teacher and you're looking into communication key or something, then you can look at Dojo or Class Tech. Dojo also incorporates behavior, which is good for tracking and keeping data on students that, you know, might have behavior issues because it's all in one. So if I subtract a point or students earn points, the parents can get notified for that. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I do, I don't use the points anymore, but you can have point values, mm-hmm. right? So like if there's something that you don't really want, like if they're too noisy or something, like I had it set up when I did use points to where they would they would hear the sound, but it was like at a zero point value. So no one lost anything. It was just kind of like a reminder so that was always fun, especially like in the hallway when you're at the bathroom and you would do that. Like you don't want the it's something like minor, not a big deal. So that was also nice to have. Uh, you could set up the points how you want. So that's nice about Class Dojo. Yeah, we stopped it because we're a PBIS school, which just means a positive behavioral intervention and supports. So the big argument with, well, not an argument, but a discussion with our school was if we gave the negative points, which what you said, I mean, would negate that. We could just do zero. But we had some teachers giving a whole lot of negative points, which was against Ooh, the mm. positive behavior. Well, if you're giving so, a whole lot out, that mean that ain't working. No. Yeah. So um, we just cut it out all together. I still do points, though, but I do not use a lot of negative points at all. But I also have to incorporate Fun Friday with the points. So if students have 10 points or more at the end of the week on Friday, we take like 30 minutes and they can have computer time. They can draw, they can do pretty much just have free time. 
if they have 11 points, then they can get a piece of candy and then enjoy their fun Friday. And then whoever has the highest amount of points, they can pick a flexible seating seat, which like I have bouncy ball seats in my room and then I have stools, I have a couch. So they can pick from one of those if they have the highest amount of points. So I do use points, but it's more of an incentive for them to earn points. I don't take away Mm -hmm. points a lot because it's not effective. Mm -hmm. And then the parents can see that. So not for a dojo, I don't know about the other ones, but you have your behavior management and you have parent communication because you can do like a class story, which is like Instagram. And then you can send your messages. You can send private messages. You can send group messages. I know this year, a lot of my parents, I think have, are over communication. So I will send, I will post up on the class story, but some, if it's really important, I will send it to them in messages because I've noticed that they will more likely check their messages than they check the class story. So I do it both. I, I do both. Yeah. Class story, I send it to them in a message too. And I'll put my newsletter on the um, class stories every week. They know to look out. They know where to find our weekly newsletter. Kelly, you should post your uh some sort of newsletter. You should post it on our Instagram so we can see. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I use the sites, the Google sites, and we just made a website for the grade level. We have that too, but we had to mainstream it because it was like go to Google Classroom, go to this site for this, go to and we were like, no. So we just tried to mainstream yeah. it all on Class Dojo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you all deal with, you know, you have your communication hub. How do you deal with those parents that over abuse <laughs> the communication hub, a.k.a. helicopter parent? Well, Class Dojo has quiet hours. So I do make that known. Five to eight are my quiet hours. Five p.m. to eight a.m. are my quiet hours. So you can expect me to communicate you know, if you're trying to send me a message at 10 o'clock at night, no, I'm not going to reply back. Give me till 24 hours <laughs> to reply back. Or I might reply as soon as I see it when I wake up in the morning. But I do try to tell my parents, like, these are my quiet hours. So if I don't reply right back, that's fine. I'll I'll hit you back in the morning. <laughs> hmm I don't say it like that. You know, I make it real professional. But half the time I've experienced when you just have parents that keep messaging you, they just want to (laughs) know. They just want to know stuff or they just want to talk to you. So I just talk back. (laughs) Don, I feel like you got a little bit more expertise when it comes to like the helicopter parent. I don't feel like I've um, had to deal with that level of like constant communication, but I know my co-teacher has. Um, but she also talks about she grew up in Westchester, New York, um, very affluent. And those parents, that's public school, but those parents, like they, ex- they expect you to, you know, I don't want to say not all parents, but um, that's, she has said, like, I, haven't really, you know, that's not my dream area to work because parents want a lot from you, you know, outside of your job. 
what does a lot mean? Like, I mean, I have parents that will, especially like in the beginning, that message you a lot. But like Kelly said, they just want to know right. things. And so it kind of dies out. We have quite a few because our school is, it's no in between with class, right? So either you have your very affluent families that pretty much live in like mansions, or you have the families that are living in the trailer parks. So you don't have any in between, like middle class. So it's either you have helicopter parents or no involvement at all. So a lot of times with the helicopter parents, I've experienced like they just want to help. So they're like trying to be more involved in the classroom. They'll come and throw class parties, which I was not for at first because I wasn't used to that. Mm. Like, Mm. no, I don't want to invite you in my classroom. What? Why do you want to come in my classroom? But they just want to help. So I think the most important thing is just communicate. Like, these are my hours where I'm available. And you have to set those boundaries. Thankfully, all of my helicopter parents have respected my boundaries. But you just being clear on what your boundaries are. See, when I when I think of helicopter parents, like those parents that you just described, I love parents like that. They yeah. and they cut a piece of paper for you. They will come in. Yes, like make boundaries. To me, that's a helicopter parent. See, when I think of a helicopter parent, I'm thinking of the, the parent that texted me and was like, I bought him new shoes. Um, please make sure they don't get mm. them dirty. You can kiss my ass. That's not like a girl. I'm sorry. I am so if you think I got that kind of time, <laughs> or if you even think that's on my job description to, for you to tell me what I'm gonna do with my teaching time when it comes to your child's shoes, and in your head, you didn't say maybe I shouldn't send him to school or her to school with shoes. Like, mm-hmm. like that's the type when I'm thinking of helicopter parents, that's what I'm um, thinking about. You okay. really overstep boundaries. Like I don't know yeah. what you think I'm here to do, but to monitor your child's shoelace. Not when it comes to his safety or her safety, but because of the the look you expect for it. Like you got <laughs> you got me messed up, Suge. You know, See, I don't have that's those the type, type of, of stuff. Like when I think of helicopter parents, I love a helpful parent. You know, yeah. but when I get stuff like that, like that is when, and I I that's just me in life. I have to if it burns me in a certain way, I need to say something now. So I feel like I probably replied like that. You know, I can't, I doubt that will be on my schedule today. So maybe you shouldn't send him with those shoes, you know, stuff like that. Like that has nothing to do with the child's well-being. You know, they're just asking you like, oh, like I had a, I had a parent one year who like kept saying like her child would not get homework and she was dead set on it being my assistant's fault. She was dead. Like, I don't know what, why she didn't like my assistant that year. But she was dead set on saying she, he's not getting the homework or she's not getting the homework because the, the the teacher assistant is not putting it in the bag, right? Or report cards come home. Now, mind you, the child was in an after-school program, right? So mm-hmm. your child has had, you know, he has, he, he or she has been, you know, in school a long time, you know? And after-school programs sometimes, you know, it's together. And sometimes it can be a little crazy. What ha- whatever happened. I don't know if she, I don't know what the issue was with that. But one time that like I was through with it, right? We sent it home. Mm-hmm. We sent home uh, an assignment or whatever. 
my principal called me. We all worked at the school, mind you. And my principal says to me, the child did not get the assignment. Who put it in the bag? What did I say? I did. I ain't never heard nothing else about it again. That's what, when I hear helicopter parents, that's what I'm talking about. Because had I said the assistant did it, and the assistant put, Mm -hmm. (laughs) terrible, I know. But the assistant put it in there. We were together. I'm like, you know what? We're, put his in there first. Put hers in there first. So I know it's in there. You know, so it was, mm-hmm. I guess it was a joint effort. But I knew it was going to get missing because I knew it was something else that we can, you know, another game that people have, have time to play. But I don't. So when I said I did it, I never heard nothing else about missing assignments. And that's the thing with those type of parents. When you, if you have your ducks in a row and you know what you're doing is right, if, as soon as you call them out, yeah. They or you give them an option that says, you know what? Don't even worry about your child getting none. It'll be in the office. You pick it up in the morning. Yeah. You, I will yeah. Up, if you have a problem that you can't fix, Miss Thomas will fix it for you. Now, you may not like it. You may not like how mm. it's, how I fix your problem, but it'll be fixed. And you won't have a reason to say it's not. And then from there, I won't have any more problems. It's, you know, we get parents like that and I get it. Who knows what they're going through? And now you, you know, you're an easy target because you're a teacher and, you know, let the games begin. I think not. <laughs> and I think some parents, like parents like that, think that we're afraid of them. I'm I'm not afraid of you. No. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not afraid because I know that what I'm doing is the right thing to do. So you can go to the principal, you can go to the school board, because I'm going to have everything I need to shut everybody else up, and they be looking at you. And then the best part about it is, as soon as I see a pattern, I'm just going to start keeping my documents. I ain't even going to say And then when it's the big meeting, when I bring all my stuff, because I've done it before, they don't even let me stay at the meeting. They say, oh, Miss Thomas, that's it. You go, go ahead. You have a good day. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think we just have different helicopter parents because we'll have parents that will send messages every day about their child's grades. Uh, Okay. Oh, like a B instead of an A and he normally gets A's. Stuff like that. Stuff like that. Um, Spelling words and spelling uh, tests Mm -hmm. are big. Yeah. So if they got their spelling words wrong, parents have um, emailed my co-teacher. Like they said that because they take it online, that they were trying to type in the word and it didn't work. Um, oh, no, no. But my co-teacher is very, she's on top of her game. She's like, well, they didn't raise her hand. They didn't let me know. And because it's in a Google form, this is how much time they spent on it. So, this like she has her data, she has her yeah. um receipts ready to go. So we get more questions like that, not over like they didn't get their work, but we get questions more about their grades and their assignments every day. We had a parent message us about her son with IXL and he's spending too much time on IXL trying to do these problems. And well, if you go to IXL. It tells you how much time they spent on it. It gives you the average amount of time everyone spent to complete that skill. So you just got to have your ducks in order no matter who, what type of parent you're dealing with. Whether it's virtual or like my mama told me when I first started working, period, get you a composition book. 
And whenever something happens, you write down the date and the time and you write down what happens and you keep you a record. And as soon as I started teaching, I had me a composition book. And whenever something happened, because I know sometimes digitally, I try not to use that too much like a Google form because they about kids' names and things like that. So I just rather keep it in a notebook where I can write it. And then when I need it, I just take my notebook. Like I mean, said, take my notebook to my meeting and say, this is what happened. And then Dojo is good too. I, I have okay. sometimes print out the Dojo messages because mm-hmm. they keep them. And I can mm-hmm. like, you check this, you check this, you check this, and you did not respond. So right. it showed, yes, first. it shows if they see it or not. Mm-hmm. It, sure has, it sure does. Mm-hmm. And maybe just the thought, like maybe when we're telling parents about these platforms that we're using, maybe we should let them know that this is these are some of the features that come with it. So it's not like a gotcha. I don't think it is. I really don't think it matters. But it just reminded me, I just thought of another one. Uh, My most recent weird parent interaction was, remember the videos that they were showing about the cheese not melting, just burning? Well, maybe a year or two ago, if you like all on Instagram, it was like people burning, like, lighting cheese on fire and like showing like oh don't buy this cheese because it's not real so one of my students was in the after school program and you know you get you a good cheese sandwich down at the after school okay in the cafeteria they make it they cut it in halfway you put that thing in there wrap it in that good old weird smelling plastic and that's your sandwich right so we had a parent mm-hmm. send us something on Class Dojo, and she was going off about the sandwich. And she sent the Instagram video, right? She not her video. Well, well, no, well, <laughs> initially she said it, it. You know, this is what this is the the sandwich that my child got from from the school girl. Girl, good night. Good night. <laughs> you know, I live for it. She is, and she said, you know, my child got this sandwich from the school. And, you know, she's been complaining about her stomach hurting. Oh, setting it up and everything. And I was like, uh-huh. And, you know, she sends me the video. She was like, so she, I asked her to bring one home. And this is what happened. And she, you know, then she sends the video of the lady burning the cheese and the cheese burning and just saying, like, you know, I think this is why my child has been having stomach issues. And so, <laughs> child, I, you know, and I, listen. Whatever your hustle, that's your hustle. I'm not here to judge you, but I do have mm-hmm. to give you the facts that I know. So I told her, yeah. I said, well, you know, just looking at the sandwich, the school cafeterias don't give our students sandwiches like that. Our sandwiches are never whole. They're always cut diagonally in half and stacked and wrapped. So that would not be a sandwich that you got out of the the, the cafeteria, not from our cafeteria. That's just not how they give it to them because they can't pack them they don't, they, they can't pack them well when they're just, they don't, they, they'll smush and be nasty and flat. So that's why they have it um, with the type of bread and everything. I was like, that's not the same bread. It's just not, it's not our product. It's not the product that came from the yeah. school. So that can't, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, but, and I told her, I was like, I've also seen this video on Instagram. And <laughs> girl, she was, she was like, she didn't, she didn't message me for about a month. And then, a month later, she messaged me and was like, yes, I was seeing it around. I just wanted to show you a video I have seen. I said, yes, thank you. I've seen it also. See, girl, I wouldn't even take it that far. I would have been like, well, he does not have to accept it. 
and you can pack her a snack instead of her accepting it. Yeah. So just just keep your documentation. <laughs> See, that is the this, I would just I would, be laughing. I'm, I'm laughing yeah. this way. Like, are you kidding me? I would have sent her. I'd be like, so this is the same video? Uh, she was <laughs> you hear me? Shit. This is on my Instagram I ain't page. Heard, I ain't hit him up in a, in a month. Yeah. And that's the thing. When you stand your ground as a teacher, because you know what you're talking about. Now, I'm not saying that you just get disgruntled back oh, with the no. parent and you don't have right. your right. stuff in order. You got to have your stuff in order. And that's another, before before you say that, Kelly, I'm sorry. You know, Mm -hmm. and I don't care if it's crazy or not, whatever. But if you know that a parent has a reason, acting like they crazy, you need to do right Mm -hmm. by people's children. Okay. Don't, do not act like these parents are crazy. And even if they don't understand, it is our job to help them understand. They're not asking us for something crazy when they just don't understand why, um, Maybe it is crazy. So what? <laughs> that you know, they child not getting to work, and you know they ain't logging in. Well, that, that's, and don't belittle them in the process because a lot of parents don't deal with schools because their own issues with schools and teachers. So don't belittle them. Just talk to them professionally because teachers, we are professionals first and foremost. So mm-hmm. save your ratchet for later. We're <laughs> professional at school. Yeah. And just talk to the parents like human professional mm-hmm. beings. Like you would want to be talked to if if it was your Absolutely. child. Absolutely. But sorry, Kelly. I just had because sometimes I know we getting on parents right now because they 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 are a hoot, I tell you, okay? But yes. they are sure. our parents. We have their children, okay? They're pride and joys, the most important thing in their life. And you know. However they come at it, thank God they're coming for them. You know, thank God. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate parents wanting to be at, even if it's about why you ain't give him chocolate milk yesterday, Miss Thomas. Girl, I don't even yeah. work in the cafeteria. It's not my job. I don't know why chocolate milk, yep. but that's okay. You know, that's okay. I'm glad you're here. That's yeah. a great opportunity to go ahead and make a relationship and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, sorry, Kelly. I just had to put that. Put- <laughs> you no, I totally agree. <laughs> Teachers, if you have a reason that you yes. need to apologize, yes. you didn't do something right, go ahead and do it. I'm quick to say, I'm, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> quick. Even if I know I ain't doing that, that exactly. thing wrong. <laughs> oh, I apologize. I think, you know, I don't come to the table. I don't think... Any of us do. We don't come to the table trying to be better than nobody. Okay. I don't care where you teach, where you're teaching, where you live. Like we're not trying, like when parents come at us, it's not a, it's not a competition. It's not a battle really about their kid. Even sometimes it's right on the money. Sometimes it's crazy. Either way, it's about that child. That's your common denominator. So it's like, oh, well, she's talking to me like this or whatever. If that matters to you, and I'm not trying to say you should just, let it roll off your back. That's not what I'm saying, but I do not take it seriously. Do I take what they're, I don't take how they're saying it seriously. What they're saying, yes, yeah. I'm listening. But, you know, I, I I do not expect, we work for the public. I don't care if it's a private school. It's still putting yourself out there to work with the, a, a person, a regular human being. Mm-hmm. It's like a firefighter got to run the burning building and save everybody. It don't matter. I don't struggle with that, though, because I mean, I am a professional, but you're not just going to talk to me any type of way because I'm I'm an adult. 
my way of doing that would just I just ask there you questions. Go. There you go. Ask questions. The moment you act like you're interested, they're like, oh, wait. Or by asking them questions about the situation, they realize how yeah, stupid this situation is. I love when they come is. to their own conclusion. Isn't it one? Hello. Yeah. And you'd be like, well, girl, I'm going to. You can see the light bulb go off. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's, yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah. But that's okay. We gonna work through it. <laughs> exactly. Don't be no punching bag. No, no, no. I'm just saying this is your job. These like people that come in here, that's not their job. They ain't gotta care about it. You, on the other hand, got to care about your job. Okay. So yeah, that's what I say. Like you know, when I'm thinking about going to the, when I think about people going into the hospital, the ER. I don't care where you're from. Them doctors gonna try to save your life. We hope, you know, like <laughs> they don't, you know, yeah. just same thing. And they could be people cussing them out. And I, doc, the, the, have y'all watched them ER shows? That's all I watch. I, I'm a medical professional okay. because of this. <laughs> those people come in there. Okay. Uh, a GSW right. I can give you your brain. Them people come in there crazy, okay. don't they? That doesn't mm-hmm. stop them. Them doctors say, or they do the best that they can, you know. So. I feel mm-hmm. like we, you know, we're in the same boat. No, we don't get paid as much as doctors, but hey, we still work with the public and we are here to help, but not to be disrespected. Amen. There you go. Amen. And that that kind of goes to like disgruntled parents. <laughs> um, I know the one I did have, this was a time where I was just, I had, I knew I was right. Exactly. And I had a parent, I had a student that had health issues their guardian didn't think that he really had, like he had health issues, but she claimed that they were making it up or whatever. So he had an incident or she had, they had an incident that day in the cafeteria and my TA did lunch duty. And he, the, the student had an episode. They called the guardian. She was all cussing, upset. He's faking. She had to end up bringing their, medicine to the school and it was like this big thing and so when lunch was over and my ta was talking to me about it i went up to the office got everything straight we figured out their medicine or whatever i went back down talked to my ta about the procedure for next time the guardian walks up in my room like y'all talk about me and hilda came out of me and i turned around and i said yeah okay I am. Number yeah. I said, we, me and my TA were talking about the situation so that next time this happens, we have a system in place because she's with the student just like and I'm with the student. Down. And homegirl, oh, homegirl yeah, back always. I'm not afraid of anybody, but I'm especially not going to be no afraid parent. And when you have those parents that come in thinking, oh, they just a teacher, I'm going to go in here and cuss them out. Uh, no, <laughs> I was respectful, but I let her know, like, yes, this is what yeah, I'm doing. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you and say, Oh, no, I'm so sorry. You must no, I'm, I was talking about you, absolutely. So, sometimes I think you, with those disgruntled parents, you're gonna have to put your polite foot down. Yes, I like that. But again, you were being professional, you weren't talking about right. her, you're talking about the, plan. You know, you were talking about the plan that is now set in place. So you were being professional. Yeah. yeah. And you gonna have those parents that gonna come in there and think, oh, I'm just gonna I'ma punk her. No, no ma'am. 
No, sir. As long as you're doing yeah. what okay. you need to do, like Ami said, that child comes first. That was my main concern. This child, and whenever they have another medical mishap, I need to inform all the people mm-hmm. that work with this child what's going to happen because he's with me. He's on my clock. So we got to make sure, you know, they're okay. So that that's my experience with a disgruntled parent. And my, my what you call it, advice would be just to politely stay on your ground. And again, I cannot stress enough, have your ducks in a row. Boop. And that's and that's and that's, that's on period. On what? <laughs> that's on who? <laughs> that's on Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, have y'all had those disgruntled parents where you had to like you you mean you knew you were right? You just had to politely let them know, like I'm not your punk. Oh yes. Oh, I work in the South Bronx. Hey, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I didn't have a disgruntled parent try to cuss me out, and then and then once she found out she come punk me, she oh, tried to play with me. Honey, like you the one that you go pray in your car, girl. The Lord just saved you. Girl, no, she wanted <laughs> me to help, help. She wanted me to pray over her child. She need prayer too. I'd have been like, don't you put your name in the prayer list. Her daughter was emotionally disturbed. She ended up testing emotionally disturbed. But she came to us cray cray. Like the first day at school, she literally just stood in the corner the entire day. And what I do, I let her. I said, You want to sit in your chair? Yeah. She she said, No. Yeah, we'll be over here. Join when you're ready. But it went on throughout the year. The girl ended up throwing chairs. She she really needed psychological help. But mom was in denial about it. So you know what I did? Every time she threw one of her fits, I had mom's cell phone number. I sure did call. Yeah. And at first it was like, why are you calling me? Blah, blah, blah. This Because this is your child. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't birth her. <laughs> so... I'm calling about your child. So eventually the attitude went down because she realized this teacher ain't going nowhere mm-hmm. and she going to continue to call me about my child. And I guess she realized that I actually cared for her child. And I just wasn't a teacher that was trying to pick mm-hmm. on her child. Yes. When we had our conference, she was just like, you know, my pastor, he said, just take a knee. Oh. Wherever you are, if you feel like you need to pray, can you can oh. you take a knee with me? Okay. I, wanted, I had a parent like that too. I'm like, okay, all right, whatever. What I I I, I pray. Who, who led the prayer? She <laughs> led the prayer. I was gonna say something, but then it was like, um, I need help. <laughs> so then I had to finish it out. So oh, I would have paid good money to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Is one of my most hilarious stories because I was just like, is she really asking me to take a knee with her? After she okay. tried to cuss me out, girl, I was just, yeah, let me let me take this prayer over, dear Lord. Thank you for saving me from an ass whooping because she tried it. She tried it, <laughs> dear Lord. I'm going to Chipotle after this. That's what I said. This y'all meet me. 
We're going to be there until 8 o'clock. <laughs> now, and I'm not lying. We did that all the time. Back in Winston-Salem. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chipotle all day. Oh, Meet on the bus day. And we would stay there all day. day. <laughs> yeah. Or Susan, whichever one. Yep, whichever one we were doing. <laughs> Lord, these, God bless these parents. What about you? I mean, you done had one that, that tried to roll up. I had one that told me I was uh, being mean to her child yesterday. I said, ma'am, I wasn't even here yesterday. I had a training. Can you try again? Oh, well, at least she knew you were the teacher. <laughs> no, she was, a, she, was a, um, she was a very involved, active parent. Mm-hmm. Okay. I re- I really did like it. And I always really like the parents that's ready to fight me. <laughs> but I enjoyed her. <laughs> Wait, won't you? I mean, it would be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, alone, child to? be in the next grade. Miss Thomas. Yes, ma'am. I just came by. You gonna help me this year. You know I need it. I had it this year. Call call me, Miss Thomas. Ma'am. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna call you later. <laughs> They don't. Make so some, sometimes the the disgruntled parents will be end up being your BFFs because <laughs> I think they have they have a a wall or they've had trauma with teachers and they mm-hmm. feel like all teachers are the same until you show them like no I'm not. I have one who literally messaged me about her child not having the folder that he came to school with, and I had to politely say we asked for a three prong folder. Your son did not have one, so I gave him one. We've been BFFs ever since. <laughs> but mm-hmm. she like came at me like I stole something or I didn't give her child what they. No, I I actually ended up helping you. Exactly. And I, I'm I'm not here to hurt you or your child. I'm I'm here to support you. So if I gave them a different folder, it's because it was something that they they needed. And she would message me. She didn't want the child to leave me. Yeah. But we had a relationship, and I think she knew, like, okay, she ain't Parents have we, we could be friends. They do. But something, like, I know a pet peeve of mine is through Class Dojo, if they send me a message without a greeting, like, hello, right. blah, 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 and then tell me your issue. If they just write, so-and-so said they weren't able to take their test, that's going to hit me the wrong way. <laughs> so I just respond and say, good morning, how are Same. you? Same, good morning. Yeah, that's what I do. Or I'm quick to, just to pick up the phone because you can write a lot of stuff. But if I'm sitting here talking to you, your whole attitude changes. So I am quick to pick up a phone and call because sometimes them class dojo messages, they hit the wrong way. They sure do. That, that, that is true. Like, nope, this needs a phone call. Child. Anyway, we love our parents. <laughs> we do. <laughs> But y'all be acting up sometimes, and that's okay. Yeah, because teachers mm-hmm. be acting up too. Ooh, so next one should understand. be how do you do? How do you work with teachers that ain't that's doing, doing their job, job, but feel like they are, or not doing nearly what they should be doing? I feel like that's a hard Ooh, one because I think we <laughs> feel like teachers who are not doing their job are the teachers that are able to just leave work at work and only work during. The required hours, because a lot of teachers do go above and beyond what they are expected to do. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. (laughs) What are you talking about? I'm talking about about the teachers who you know (laughs) 
need to do better and should want to do better, but still wind up getting uh good ratings. And I'm like, y'all lying. Y'all only you only got a good rating on everybody. Ooh. Them the teachers I'm talking about. Oh, you talking about um <laughs> we was working in North Carolina. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Like, girl, you couldn't teach a giraffe how to stand. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. And you can tell me, me and you still scoring at the same. Or I'm scoring under under you. But my test scores were better than yours. Yeah. So that'd be be a good topic. Child. I don't know if you want to do that one next time or like let that one sit and and marinate for a while. I don't know. That's a good (laughs) That, that has to marinate. That's a good one. Yeah, we'll maybe we'll think about that one. We'll do it, but we'll, you know, <laughs> let it go for a while. So to sum up our uh, <laughs> this episode, get keep your documentation, yes. communicate with your parents, be professional, and don't let them punk nah. you. And know and know that parents have trauma and they have past issues and just try to be sympathetic. Even what Rosa Parks said? <laughs> no. <laughs> and Rosa meant that. And that's okay. Yeah. The rights movement. <laughs> yes. Or or Malcolm X. I don't know if he said this, but I have a shirt that says Charlie. <laughs> that's not about that. Do it. That's not about Do it. <laughs> No, I'm gonna come at you professional and get you all the way together. Yeah, hello. Oh, oh, we can also talk about how do we call teachers out? Maybe I shouldn't say call out. How do we speak new life into teachers that have been doing things their way and it should they should probably do it a better way? Maybe we can add that into the oh, that's not my job. Oh. <laughs> Well, that's that episode. That was the shortest episode we ever gonna have. That's not my job. But here's the thing, though. You know it's not, but it's just something about when you like, you know what? She's not finna tear them kids up, and I'm about to, I'm about to get her together. You ever rolled up on somebody like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have not, but I have. Well. I don't. I didn't think of it like that, but you know, I did have a, a teacher assistant. She wasn't mine, and the boy was not in my classroom. But she went to that. She was saying something like, "The child Ooh! was talking ghetto." No, ma'am. Now what right. you're not gonna do? Ma'am. What does that mean? I would, I would have a lot of follow up questions. What, what does that mean? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. And that's exactly what I Clara, did. Oh, that teacher don't ghetto. Let it slide. Wow. Don't let it slide. Let them know nope. that they can't do it around no. you. Ta- I, I, I. That's what you do. That little thing that they be doing on Instagram when they hit that. Or you can do what? What? What do you do? <laughs> cancel, 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 cancel. I forgot we did that. That's a, where was that uh-huh. from? I don't know. Uh, I know mother, uh, Yes. Oh, Yala. so she would give you the good taps on the head. Remember, we went oh, to go yes, see her down at the Bennett College. Yeah. Cancel, cancel. Mm. Not today. Watch out. <laughs> 2008. <laughs> Listen, Ooh, we could go on and on. Yeah. But um, that's it for today. I think yeah, we, we, we kind of covered <laughs> everything. And we got to go. We've been on here for a long time. So y'all have a, a blessed and highly favored week. Mm-hmm. 
Enjoy the snow if you're getting some. Yes. You ain't getting none. I'm going to send you some down in the mail. (laughs) Have y'all heard of snow cream? Y'all get it. That is the nastiest crap ever. Back when our parents was younger, snow cream was probably the bomb. Don't eat that mess now. It's toxic. No. No. It's got chemicals in it. It's going to kill you. They're going to have an article next week about how snow cream will kill you in 2021. Because <laughs> of the chemicals in the air and the environment, people are dirty and don't do it. Because they have and somebody called and peed on that snow. On TikTok. In the air, don't eat it. Yeah. One girl had like icicles and she went outside to the icicles and eat it, ate it. And another girl stitched the video and said, don't do that. She said, birds poop on your roof. When it snows, it all comes down in the icicle, so you're eating bird poop. Oi, oi, yeah, oi. She ate the whole icicle like she was. I mean, she. She yeah. could have just went through the that that motion it was making. I know. She put that icicle in her mouth. I was so disturbed. I was like, "What?" out, Don. That's what. That's how she ate the icicle. Is you just telling us something? I'm I am positive. I'm gonna go find you that video. She took that thing out and she like, I think she just all in her mouth. Talking about no. icicles. No. No. <laughs> I'm not a dirty bird. I she was eating <laughs> You know what? I'm done. Goodbye. Yo. <laughs> I'm go. Y'all have a great one. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. Hey guys, keep a lookout on our social media, Facebook or Instagram, at black.teacher.friends. Also, if you have essential questions for us, comments, or want to vent, please email us at black.teacher.friends at gmail.com.